Welcome back to the Dan Prof Show. Well, this has been a story that has been um, rather muted, actually. Golly, I wonder why. The Lincoln Project and its co-founder, John Weaver, was a longtime political consultant out of Texas. He was part of the McCain gang that uh, that serves as at least part of the core group of the Lincoln Project, Steve Schmidt being another one. We've talked about it a little bit on this show, but... Um, uh, Need to talk about it a little bit more now that Steve, that uh, John Weaver, I should say, has been outed as someone who was attempting to prey on young men, exchanging jobs for, well, physical relations. Uh, somebody who uh, tweeted about this and, um, in, in part, got the ball rolling with respect to exposing John Weaver is our next guest, Ryan G- uh, Gerdus- Gerdusky, excuse me host of TAC Right Now and author of They're Not Listening, How the Elites Created the National Populist Revolution. Ryan, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Dan. So, um, yeah, the John Weaver story, I mean, give us your perspective on it since you were, uh, as you wrote about it, the I American Conservative. The yeah, you, yeah, as you broke the story. Yeah. I was the first writer to break the story. So um, I, John Weaver followed me on Twitter uh, back in late May of 2020, I didn't really know much about him, didn't really care, but he followed me. And within a few hours of him following me, I was receiving direct messages from young men um, telling me to be on the lookout for John Weaver. I didn't, uh, I, I'm much older than I look. I'm 33, but I look like I'm in my, probably my mid twenties, according to some people. So they assumed that I was going to be preyed on by John Weaver. So they were trying to give me the warning. So I said, what do you mean? We had a conversation I started speaking to other young men and tried to start pursuing the story for a different outlet other than the American conservative, where you create the first story that would broke on January the 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, I started building sources um, and getting the story ready to work with another outlet and a, and a co-writer on it. Um, and by August, we'd had enough to sit there and go forward with it because there's so much legal liabilities with publishing a story like this, especially the Lincoln Project, they're all lawyers. Right. And we needed some rock-hard evidence. And as we were getting ready to go public with the story, and we were, we, you know, we were calling a lot of people asking, what do you know, what do you know, what do you know? Uh, it was going around that I was working on this. Well, members of the Lincoln Project found out and were warning John Weaver. So on August 21st, I believe, John Weaver had a quote-unquote heart attack. And went missing from he was you know at a he said he was at a hospital I called me hospital in the area at the time no one had a record of him being in the hospital um, and within that week every one of the young men who said they would come forward and go on the record said they can't do it anymore they were too afraid so I don't know what happened and I still never got a response really from them after that happened. Um, well, so these, are, by, by the way, are, I mean, you, you, in addition to lawyers, I mean, these are a bunch of guys who also do damage control as part of their living. Right. Oh, they're very powerful men. Make no mistake of it. These are very, very powerful men with a lot of media connections who could build someone up and tear someone down. I get why. And, 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 and hundreds of thousands or millions of sycophantic Twitter followers who would defend them off a cliff. Right. Just because they so just because they hate I, Trump, like the Lincoln Project's raise on Trump. Trump. So they yeah. believe that these people are good. Right. So by January, I the story I had so many sources, but no one would speak on the record. Literally no one. It was I wanted to scream. It was so it was so awful. So one night, uh, Steve Schmidt, I believe it was, tweeted that they were keeping 
record of everyone who ever worked in the Trump administration. Well, you know, that's a lot of like 20-year-olds who are trying to make a life for themselves. And there's a lot of people trying to actually do something for themselves and, and, you know, build a career. And these are men who worked for George W. Bush and defended his war in Iraq and, and defended all the wars that John McCain wanted to advocate for. And these are, you know, these are people who, on a policy thing, some disagreements from me, but I didn't sit there and say, let me ruin your life. So I tweeted on January 10th, I tweeted, maybe I should be talking about the founding member of the Lincoln Project who wanted to exchange jobs for sex. Uh, his wife would probably want to know. Mm-hmm. So and I, I, I tweeted that without being able to actually say it was John Weaver because I couldn't have a source on record. And thank God I tweeted that. And one young man who was a liberal came forward and said, I'll say it because it happened to me. It was John Weaver. And the minute that he came forward, I could let everything that was in on background and off the, and not off the record, but not without, without a second uh, name, but with all the tweets and all the text messages and all the DMs that I had from John Weaver from all these young men, I could let them all out. Ryan, let, let, let's, wrote, let, let, let's hold it there and find out, okay, when you could let it all out, then what happened? we got to take a break. Ryan Gerdusky, host of TAC Right Now, author of They're Not Listening, How the Elites Created the National Populist Revolution. Stay tuned. The other side of the break, we'll hear how the rest of the story proceeded. We'll be right back. Listen, the more you'll know, this is, this is the Dan Proft Show. Welcome back to the Dan Proft Show. We're speaking with Ryan Gerdusky, host of TAC Right Now and author of They're Not Listening, How the Elites Created the National Populist Revolution. And we're talking about the story that he broke of Lincoln Project, co-founder John Weaver, Lincoln Project, that big outfit that was running all those anti-Trump ads, positioning themselves as a bunch of Republicans who you know couldn't stomach Trump because he's unprincipled and he's a danger to the Republicans, so on and so forth. Kellyanne Conway's husband, John Weaver, Steve Schmidt, Rick Wilson, and others um, gave, got great profile from the D.C. press corps for obvious reasons because they share a hatred of Trump. And uh, Ryan Gerdusky broke the story of John Weaver being a sexual predator. And he was telling us how that all transpired right up until the point where somebody came forward and said on on Twitter, this happened to me. And then uh, the whole thing blew, up, blew open. Forward. Yeah, I was able to sit there and actually release all the text messages and emails I've had from John Weaver for months and months and months and wrote the story. A victim then came out and also wrote the story on uh, his own platform. And uh, he came out two days after I did. Um, and then, I mean, on t- between my story, his story, and the men online who were just releasing their own information, it had to be close to 100 young men. The Lincoln Project, in that time, all they, they didn't respond to anything. They didn't say anything. All they did was they just took John Weaver's picture off their website. Mm-hmm. And they kind of hoped it went away. Then that Friday, on a Friday news dump where no one's reading the news, Axios writes a complete nonsense puff piece about John Weaver that he's gay and struggles with the fact that he has a wife and daughter and that all these messages he deemed were appropriate. And you know what? Lincoln Project, they didn't say a word about it. Finally, the New York Times comes forward and they did great reporting. They had 21 men who start at the age of 14 years old 
hmm. going into even deeper things. This wasn't just somebody who had an inner demon and was, you know, on his second marriage to a woman but was gay. This wasn't somebody who was just having sexual proclivities. This was somebody who was using the trust he built from the institution he belonged to, the Lincoln Project, to prey on young men and tell them, I will give you a job if you give me sex. And he did it over and over and over again. He did it over 100 times in a five-year period. Bill Cosby would blush at how John Weaver acted and, and would have acted. And, and and just so we're clear, I mean, you, you just mentioned it, but I want to put an, an underline there, uh, underage boys. Well, the one was the 14 years old. I don't, I do, according to the New York Times story, they did not meet, but he would constantly re- message him and say, when do you graduate high school? Well, and, and how, when do you turn 18? When do you graduate high school? So he wasn't trying to allegedly, according to the story, he wasn't trying to sleep with him at 14. He was waiting for him to turn 18 so he could sleep with him. Yeah, that's the uh, grooming so, at 14 is. Uh, that's uh, yeah, grooming. That, yeah, he was running a grooming operation, which the Lincoln Project was, and they were completely silent until they were outraged all of a sudden for three weeks. My story has been out. They didn't say a word until the New York Times story came out, and now they say they're overwhelmingly angry. Give me a freaking break. Mm. They were complicit. And by the way, this was the biggest – working on this story for the last seven, seven months that I've worked on it, this was the biggest open secret in Washington, D.C. I've never done a story on sexual harassment before, so I called one of my friends who is a journalist who's done many stories on sexual harassment. And I said, how do I approach somebody who has been a victim of sexual harassment? I need to know, you know how to act. I said, they've been sexually harassed by a well-known political consultant. And he said, oh, John Weaver? They, everyone knew. <laughs> sure. Everyone, everyone, everyone knew. Another very well-known household name, Republican conservative who hates Trump, was asked to be part of the Lincoln Project and responded, I will never do anything with John Weaver because he's a creep. Well, I this everyone is everyone knew in Washington, D.C., everyone knew. So I, the idea that they did not know is a complete lie. It's not, I mean, it sounds uh, not dissimilar to uh, Ronan Farrow's work with uh, Harvey Weinstein. You know, it took one or two and then the floodgates open. Yeah. Oh, it was. But and that's exactly what it was. By the way, this is not my story as much as it's there's these, these young guys, these young guys who were willing to sit there and go say something because so many weren't because they were all afraid. And rightfully so. They were afraid. And their names, you know, they're not famous people. They're not people who are going to, you know, be on the cable news. If you Google them forever, their name is going to be attached to this. And that's a lot to ask for somebody. So I give them tremendous amount of credit. And this isn't, you know, like John Weaver was going to be confirmed to be a Supreme Court judge and you sat on the story for 40 years. This is not he's running for president. All of a sudden you remember something from 20 years ago. This is just, I mean, this is in the last five years. This is up to the summer when he knew I was reporting on it. He knew I was working on it because Molly Junk Fast, who was on the Daily Beast, was calling friends of mine asking how the story can get killed. Everyone, everyone knew that this was happening and they uh, were lying and they were covering it up. And the and by the way, the Lincoln Project co-founders were on MSNBC and CNN 17 times in three weeks after my story came out. Guess how many times they asked them about John Weaver? Zero. Zero. Right. And 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 Molly Junkfest, Daily Beast, you know, these otherwise uh, vanguards of uh, the Me Too movement. She's on the advisory board. She's on the advisory board of the Lincoln Project. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, this this is a joke. This is the media. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. So 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 the New York Times covers it. You know, one of the other things I've been surprised about this is I've read some some uh, about it before speaking with you today. 
is it, it hasn't really been picked up that much by conservative media even and talked about. No, it did. I mean, well, when I started, when I sent that tweet out, redstate.com did an article on my tweet. And then Daily Wire, Daily Caller, Breitbart has like three articles on it today. Uh, they all, okay. I mean, they all are covering it right now. Yeah. And listen, and, and God bless Laura Ingram. Laura Ingram had me on the day after my story came out. She's the only one. No one, I mean, this is probably the second interview I have ever done on John Weaver. And I've been doing this story for three weeks besides Laura Ingram. No, I'm sorry. The Washington Post also asked me for a statement. So this is the third interview. But besides the Washington Post and Laura Ingram, no one had questions. No one. It was like screaming into a void. I was saying this is a major sexual predator running a multi, multi million dollar organization that is in the media day in and day out. And none of you care. Well, and and your point, too, about uh, those at the Lincoln Project who were all in this small universe of political consultants and operatives. And as you say, it. The worst kept secret in in the, inside the Beltway. Carl Rove that was they, talking about this is the year nineteen ninety nine. And so the question. Carl Rove mentions in nineteen ninety nine. Ryan Gerdusky, uh, great reporting, good for you. Host of Tech Right Now, author of "They're Not Listening: How the Elites Created the National Populist Revolution," and also uh, check out his work on uh, John Weaver and uh, at American Conservative included AmericanConservative dot com, the Lincoln Project Predator, which I'll tweet out. Ryan, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Listen to podcast of the show at danproffshow.com.